Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, ask questions, and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now, Taz and Paula. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Our guest, Patricia Cota-Robles, is co-founder and president of the nonprofit educational organization, New Age Study of Humanity's Purpose which sponsors the annual World Congress of Illumination. Patricia was married and is was a marriage and family counselor for 20 years and now spends her time freely sharing the information she is receiving from the beings of light in the realms of illuminated truth. This is accomplished through her weekly online radio program, website, webinars, books, CDs, DVDs, email, articles, and free seminars. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Paula, you and I have attended several of Patricia's free seminars at various times. The divine intent of these celestial sharings that Patricia brings to the forefront is to give humanity greater clarity and understanding as we progress through these wondrous but extremely challenging times on Earth. She says that we've been preparing for eons of time to fulfill our unique facet of the divine plan, which is now unfolding on Earth. Patricia is an internationally known teacher and has taught workshops all over the world, to name a few, the former Soviet Union, um, Ireland, England, South Africa, the Dominican Republic, Brazil, Mexico, Canada, Greece, Bali, and the list goes on, Paula. Oh, it sure does. Patricia Cota-Robos, we are so excited and honored to have a, a spot of time with you today with us. We welcome you to our show. Well, thank you. It's wonderful to be here, and I am grateful for the opportunity to talk with you today. This is a exciting and wonderful time that's unfolding on this planet in spite of the outer world things that are being pushed to the surface to be healed that make it look like things are really much more negative than they are. Ooh, that's good to well, know. I, I, you've probably been asked this question a million times, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, when did the beings of light start coming to you? Well, as I mentioned, and as you mentioned earlier, we've all been preparing for lifetimes to be able to fulfill this unique activity that's taking place on the planet, which is an experiment that's never been attempted in any system of worlds. Never has a planet that's fallen into this depth of negativity been given an opportunity to move forward in the light. 
And the way we're going to do that is by drawing forth the patterns of perfection from the causal body of God, those higher energies, and bringing them through the creative faculties of our thought and feeling into the physical plane. And in order to do that, we have to be in the physical plane. So people throughout time have been volunteering to be part of this process that's unfolding. So as far as when I actually began receiving information from the higher realms, probably from the time I was really a small child, I would have that guidance and inner knowing. But one of the most important things that the beings of light are sharing with us at this time is that this open heart and mind telepathic communication is not unique. It is, I am just an ordinary human being that persistently asked the universe, why in the world is there so much pain and suffering on this planet, and then took the time to listen for the answer. And every world religion is in some way or another said, ask and you shall receive, knock and the door will be open, and seek ye first the kingdom of heaven within and all else will be revealed to you. We were not supposed to be just struggling through trial and error through our lessons in this physical plane. In the beginning, prior to the fall, we all had contact with the higher realms and guidance from our own divinity, our own I Am Presence, and the entire company of heaven. So each and every one of us have this, and the beings of light are working through all of us. But once we know this and know that we can do this, this uh, communication, which often we just think of as intuition as we get these ideas and, and revelations from this inner knowing, is open to us. And once we know that, we can open up ourselves, which is by far the divine plan, because I'm sharing a lot of information from those realms of truth, but the whole intent is to inspire everyone to get this information directly themselves because no matter how much you trust somebody, no matter how clear you think they are or how much you resonate with what they're sharing, every bit of that information is being filtered through that person's consciousness, which is going to be interpreted and experienced differently than it would be from your consciousness because no two people are learning exactly the same thing or have the exact same lessons. So each and every one of us need to know that opening to this realm of truth and this conscious communication with the beings of light and our own God self is not only possible, it is our divine birthright and a critical and necessary part of this process that we're going through now. Wow, that's really exciting to hear. Patricia, you say that we are the co-creators of our lives, and you have definitely expanded and expanded your version and your vision. Um, when you started, what did you have in mind with all of what's happening? I mean, what was your vision when you first began all of this and years and years ago? Well, I think, like everybody else, my vision began as a personal quest. We all have different catalysts, and I think mine is certainly not rare and unique. I think it's probably universal. My catalyst was that I volunteered to be born into a dysfunctional family where there was a lot of challenges <laughs> and a lot of things going on that created a lot of 
pain and suffering. And then I observed also what was happening on the planet. So my quest was, and my inner knowing from even the time I was a small child was, this is not the way things are supposed to be on this planet. We are not supposed to be struggling and dealing with the pain that we're dealing with. And so as I began my quest, you know, searching first through all the world religions and through psychology and, you know, social understanding, science, the powers of the mind and all of those kinds of things, I became aware that there was this unifying thread of truth running through all of the information. And whether it was spiritual or religious or academic or even metaphysical, that thread of truth was that whatever we are sending out through our thoughts, words, actions, and feelings carries a frequency of vibration that manifests physically as our life experience. And in Eastern philosophies, this was referred to as the law of cause and effect or karmic liabilities. In Judaism, it was referred to as an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. We should have said an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a hug for a hug, a kiss for a kiss. (laughs) So we got the whole picture, not just the negative aspect of that. In Christianity, it was reaping what we sow or casting our bread upon the water to return to us. In science, it was like attracts like, action and reaction, radiation and magnetization. And even in metaphysics, it was referred to as the law of the circle, the in-breath and the out-breath of our Father, Mother, God, which very commonly in modern-day lingo is being referred to as the law of attraction. So when I really became aware not only that we are creating our own reality and that nobody is a victim, that regardless of what outer world appearances look like, there isn't a person, a place, a condition or a thing that can manifest in our lives that we have not in the first instance created. And many of times that's from other lifetimes and dimensions beyond our conscious mind. So it's very confusing. And from outer appearances, we certainly look like a victim. For instance, we'll be driving down the street obeying all the laws and somebody runs a red light and crashes into our car. Well, we look like uh, we're innocent in that whole transaction. But at some level, we have agreed to go through that experience, not because we're masochistic and we wanted to just see how miserable we could be, but because we're going to learn something from that, we're going to learn how to transmute that energy back into light, and we're going to move forward from that more illumined and more enlightened as we move forward in our spiritual growth. So actually you're saying that we are transmuting all of these um, these aspects that take place in our lives. Um, does that kind of release some kind of... Um, I don't know what you want to call it. <laughs> uh, well, maybe an open line. So well, that karmic people... liability probably is what you're talking about, or responsibility for having created it. And actually, it does not, because we are the ones that are agreeing to go through these experiences from the inner realms prior to embodiment. When we're in the inner realms, our God self is shown all of the learning experiences that we have created and that we have the opportunity to learn and grow from. And after the fall, when we started experiencing and creating negativity, 
when we were at that higher level of consciousness, we would say, okay, I'm going to take my best shot and I'm going to go in there and clear up as much of my garbage as I can. But when we get into this dense physical plane, we don't have that conscious memory of those decisions. But for instance, one car accident or one serious illness or one financial problem or something like that could actually be petty, trivial, misqualified energy from lifetimes that we've agreed to go through this one really challenging experience so we can clear up a ton of our garbage in this one experience. Now, this is a very unique time, and we're doing this not only individually, but collectively for humanity and for the Earth as we move up the spiral of evolution into higher frequencies of light. So what's happening now is sometimes even powerful light beings are volunteering to come into really challenging situations because the hope is that they will awaken and have the consciousness that they can transmute the mass consciousness of that experience on behalf of maybe millions of people that have experienced it that are so buried in their negativity that they don't even know how to transmute it. For instance, it could be something like a rape or a sexual abuse of some kind. This is why it is impossible for us to judge, and we never should do that anyway, but we never know why people are going through what they're going through or why they're experiencing what they're experiencing. Sometimes it's because they've been hell on wheels in other lifetimes and they're really going through a lot of other things, or sometimes it might be that they are a powerful being of light and they volunteer to go through, say, for instance, this rape situation so that they can heal and transmute the consciousness of rape and the pain and suffering recorded in the etheric records and the mass consciousness for hundreds of millions of people that have experienced that in various time frames and dimensions. Yeah, so, so it does really work. that energy. Yes. Yeah. It's a very for example, the, <laughs> for example, the football players now that are coming to light, I right. think that, that that's bringing millions of pe- this to attention to millions of people. So they probably, in some aspect, volunteered to do this. Right, and that's that's what's absolutely happening at this time, and that's why things look so difficult. But when something is brought to the mass consciousness of humanity, like it is moment by moment now because of our communication systems and our Internet and our news, 24-hour news media and all of that, we literally have the ability for hundreds of millions of people to witness something and to begin instantly invoking the light to transmute it. And that's even why some of the things are happening. And that's why so many powerful light beings that are now in children's bodies are going through such difficult things because when children are being hurt, whether it's child abuse, whether it's what's happening with the borders and the children fleeing abuse and the gangs in uh, Mexico and South America, whether it's the children being uh, 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 sold and kidnapped in Africa, what's happening in the Middle East, all over the world, the children that are being shot in uh, school things, all of those horrific things, when they're brought to the consciousness, millions of people all over the world begin invoking the light to transmute that. 
and it greatly accelerates the purging and the clearing. From outer appearances, of course, it looks like these are just innocent children. But what the beings of light have said is that this is something that in some instances, in many instances, these children have volunteered to do as power. They're not babies. They're powerful light beings that have been birthed into children's bodies. And when we see the horror in Darfur and what's happening to the children and all these other places that I've mentioned, it opens humanity's hearts in ways that it doesn't when we see people that are acting out adversely. Like there isn't that kind of compassion and love being drawn into the people in ISIS that are being killed at this moment because people are feeling uh, vindictive about that. They're feeling these people deserve it. They're feeling angry about it. So there's a different level of transmuting that takes place than it does when we see innocent children. These children that are leaving the physical plane, as heartbreaking and devastating as that is for everybody left behind in the physical plane, are being escorted into the realms of illumined truth and welcome in glorious radiance and light for the service that they have rendered on behalf of humanity to help shift the consciousness from separation and duality back into oneness and reverence for life. And that's so that's also, why you, yeah. So now that's why you say no judgment is needed because this is simply all showing us on a different level. That's right. No judgment, but certainly compassion and invoking the light. You know, our responsibility when those things are brought to our attention is to do something about it, and we can do mm-hmm. it physically if it's possible you know, by intervening in whatever way possible, and we can certainly do it by invoking the light of God to transmute that negativity and to help raise the consciousness of anybody involved in those horrific events and those horrific activities. And this is also happening with the cataclysmic earth changes and the powerful storms and things. You know, when those things happen, Nobody worries about whether their neighbor is a Republican or a Democrat or whether they're a Muslim or a Christian or whether they're a gay person or a straight person or a man or a woman or whatever other ridiculous things we use to create this us-against-them consciousness. What they care about is this is another human being and that needs my help and I'm going to do something about it. And we reach out. We start healing these ridiculous separations that have caused so much pain and suffering on the planet. Recently, I saw something on the Internet that I thought, oh, my goodness, what a great example. And it was where uh, there was a man that said, um, look at, if you were to look through an x-ray, everybody has skeleton bones, and there's no definition of what nationality they are or what, you know, uh, what language they speak or anything, we all have a skeleton um, through an X-ray. So that there, you can't tell whether it's your Caucasian or Filipino or Indian or anything like that. And I thought that was really a great example. It is. You know, one of the things we need to really get is that this body, this physical body, is just the car we drive. It is not the divine being that is within us. And 
that we come into, we've all been everything. We've been around for a very, very long time, and we've come into different cultures, different nationalities, different religions, different lifestyles and races, because we learn very different things in those experiences. So we've agreed to do everything. So to say that we're discriminating against someone because of the color of their skin, for instance, It's like saying, well, I drive a green car, so I love everybody that drives a green car, but I hate everybody that drives a blue car, you know. It isn't the car, it's the being that's driving that car (laughs) that matters, and that's what we need to do. And that's what, you know, that, that consciousness is so archaic and so obsolete. That's why we're seeing the epitome of that in what ISIS is doing. I mean, the idea, the audacity to think that God is saying if anybody, even the variety of different Muslims, don't agree with the exact narrow belief system that you profess, it's okay to kill them, (laughs) you know, is just absurdity beyond comprehension. And it is the antithesis of the Christ consciousness, which is the consciousness of oneness and reverence for life and love and compassion that is now awakening within people. You know, one of the things, and I think this is important for us to understand, that the beings of light keep reiterating to us. We are in a 24-hour news cycle, so it's this whole ridiculous consciousness of if it bleeds, it leads kind of thing. So from outer appearances, it looks like just the earth is, if anything can go wrong, it is going wrong. But the beings of light want us to know that just like you've talked about this man saying this, there are millions and millions of people on this planet doing incredibly heart-opening, compassionate things involving all humanity. And there are billions of people with a bead, billions of people every single day that in one way or another turn their attention to a higher power and invoke the light of God into their lives. And the people that are truly wreaking havoc on the world, and there are some, are a minuscule fraction of the seven and a half billion souls living on this planet. So from outer appearances, according to the news, it looks like we're so far away from making these powerful shifts into the light. But the reason it looks so awful is because the light of God is increasing on earth And the light of God is coming through every person's heart flame that is invoking it, which includes billions of people on this planet. And that light is pushing everything to the surface that conflicts with it. So this is the time that biblically was referred to as a time of screaming and gnashing of teeth because from outer appearances, it looks like things are getting worse because we can see the garbage being pushed to the surface to be transmuted and healed. What we don't see is the incredible light that's pushing it to the surface, which is in the Mm. process of accelerating moment by moment. Yeah, it's shaking the garbage loose within. (laughs) Right. It's like putting a pot on the stove to boil and all the scum comes to the surface. (laughs) Yeah. Well, in evolution, there's always chaos. So right. I think we're we're in the chaos right now before it evolves. It's a good way to look at this, Patricia. You know, it's like um, individuals talk about, you know, wow, they're not positive or, you know, they're so negative or something like that. So looking at how to, to look at things, 
things positively, um, what do you suggest for people? Well, if we can really get it that everybody is part of this process and that when somebody is going through something negative that's brought to our attention, for us to say this is a divine being that is serving as an instrument to bring this negativity to the surface so that we can heal it and see it and transmute it back into light, then we can invoke the light of God to transmute it. What we have to really get is that there is no separation, that every particle and wave of life throughout the whole of creation is interdependent, interconnected, and interrelated. And what that means on a very practical level is that we just can't say cancel, cancel, and eliminate the negativity that we created in the past since our fall, which was millions of years ago. Every bit of that misqualified energy, whether it was deliberately or inadvertently created, that is now manifesting as every form of pain and suffering on the earth, every bit of that energy originally was pure God light that we took and through our creative faculties of thought and feeling misqualified into this gross mutation that is now manifesting as disease or poverty or war or corruption or greed or uh, low self-esteem or dysfunctional relationships or whatever. And every bit of that energy that's manifesting as those maladies on earth must be transmuted back into its original perfection, which is God's infinite light. So if we perceive the divinity in every person, and no matter what their outer world behavior pattern is, if we say to ourselves, there is a divine presence, an I am presence in that being that is pushing this garbage to the surface so that we will transmute it into light, then we can invoke the light of God the most powerful frequency to transmute that negativity is known as the violet flame. And what that energy is, it's the perfect balance of our Father God's blue flame of divine power and our feminine Mother God, the Holy Spirit's pink flame of divine love. And that energy literally transmutes, raises, and transforms negative energy back into light again. And so when we see these negativities, no matter what it is, whether it's what's going on in the Middle East, and we can even just generically say, which I do all the time, and I know millions of people do, even first thing in the morning when we get up, that I am my I am presence, I am one with the I am presence of all humanity, and I invoke the violet flame to transmute every thought, word, action, and feeling throughout all creation that's less than God's infinite light. And that gives our God self permission to flood the earth with the violet energy. And we can say we ask that this increase daily and hourly, moment by moment, with every breath we take, and then be about the regular business of our day. And as every negative thing is brought to our attention, if it's something on the news or something in our life experience, just blaze it with the violet flame and ask the I am presence of the person and your own I am presence to transmute it back into life. And when we really start getting in the habit of doing that, you will be amazed at how detached you are from all of the things that used to push your buttons and make you mad. 
for instance, when we see these deplorable, appalling things that are happening in the Middle East, it does no good whatsoever for us to wring our hands and get mad and upset about it. The only thing that helps, we just add to the chaos when we do that. The only thing that helps is for us to invoke the light and transmute it. So that will lessen that energy. And when it happens again, the next wave of that energy will be transmuted. There's a an ancient Sufi expression that says, when you grieve with someone, you water their garden of sorrow. And that really means that when we get down there and wallow in the pain of whatever it is, we are amplifying the pain that the person is going through. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have compassion. It doesn't mean that we don't have sympathy. But it means we don't get down there and writhe in the agony of what's going on. Instead, we invoke the violet flame. We invoke the light of comfort, healing, abundance, whatever it is that the person needs to help them transmute and complete that lesson and move forward to a higher place in their life. Now, is evoking the, the violet uh, flame, uh, the words that you said, is that somewhere on your website that people could It is go on in my and website, at? and you can just do a search of violet flame, and there will be a lot of different articles and things that will come up to help you do that. Good. We're speaking with uh, Patricia uh, Cotarobles and an incredible teacher for eons now. She's been around so long, and it's... Uh, my heart just sings every time I I think of you and the wonderful events that you bring that are free for people to just come and join with you and, and to listen. You have, um, her website is, by the way, Era of Peace, E-R-A of Peace.org. And um, you're going to be traveling, and you're going to be in, what? what is it, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico? Yes, the next thing we're the going tr- to be doing is uh, the, our free seminar in Albuquerque, New Mexico, yes. And that's on the 26th of uh, October, is that right? The 26th of October, and that's uh, an event that occurs from 10 in the morning till 3.30 in the afternoon, and we take an hour break for lunch. And you can go to our website, eraofpeace.org, and sign up to uh, come. We need to have you uh, make a reservation just so that we are sure we have space for everybody that wants to come. Great. Well, Patricia, when are you going to come to the West Coast? We miss you. Well, thank (laughs) you. We've come there often, and we come, I think this year we're, Coming and the, I don't have it in my mind just when, but in 2015, I think we're going to be there twice in Southern California and in Northern California, if I'm not mistaken. But you can go to our website, and I we have all of the new scheduled free seminars for 2015 there. In addition to that, you know, on the website we have free webinars, and we have an archive of all of our previous of many of our previous radio shows. We have you can sign up to receive our free monthly newsletter. So there's a lot of ways you can get the information, uh, even though we're not going to may not be physically in your area. Well, that's so helpful for people that can't get somewhere. I mean, it's like right there; they can just read it, touch it, and it's uh, 
so helpful for people to be able to get onto your website and use right. all of we, your tools. Thank you. We also have a lot of YouTube videos, and we have uh, you can sign up for Facebook and get regular postings from our Facebook page as well. Now, your your um, radio show is there a regular um, time I, every time? I'm not doing the radio show now. I did it for eight years on Tuesday morning, uh, 10 o'clock Pacific time, an hour-long radio show on BBS radio. But I'm not doing it right at this moment. I'm doing other things and reaching people in other ways. That was a wonderful experience. And as I said, I have many of the shows uh, that you can go into the archives and listen to. But it was one of the most time-consuming things I did. And so in order to be able to open new pathways and do new things, I needed to let that go for a while, which I have done. So I do this. I do quite a few uh, interviews with other people, uh, but not just on a regular weekly basis. Tell us about your music, because every time you have a YouTube um, with the gorgeous music you put out, we Tell us about that. Well, the music we use is original music. We have two CDs. One of them is called The Harmony of My True Being, and one of them is called Music of Peace. And this is original music that has been given to us by the higher realms that we have used over the years for really incredible, powerful activities of light. And those activities of light, those uh, shifts of consciousness and vibration, are encoded into the celestial tones and sounds on the CDs. And so whenever the Beings of Light asked us to make those CDs uh, available, which you can order on our website, and so that whenever we play them in our home, and it's just beautiful, gentle music, it shifts the vibration and consciousness of our room. In addition to that, we have an incredibly powerful and special, and I'm very biased about this piece of music. My precious son made his transition unexpectedly through this uh, devastating bout he had with pneumonia that took him out of the physical plane in 24 hours uh, on December 29th in 2010. And he said that it was his time to leave the physical plane. He was 42 years old, and he said that he was going to be able to assist us and gift humanity from the higher realms in ways that he was not able to in the physical plane. And through this incredibly wonderful musician in the physical plane, Frederick Delarue, who went through a near-death experience when he was 12 years old and was given the gift of music, came back into the physical plane, and from that time, angels just transmit music through him. Our son, Zhao, transmitted an incredibly wonderful piece of music, and it's called Musical Rapture, and it's 62 minutes long, and you can go to our website and download it for free. It is a gift to humanity, a gift of healing to humanity, and this beautiful piece of music has a frequency of vibration that communicates with the divine intelligence in our bodies that allows our bodies to respond in ways that enhances the body's natural ability to heal. And there's special music in there for people that are dealing, special frequencies in there for people that are dealing with cancer as well. And we've started distributing that. It was given to us on Pentecost in November, I mean, in uh, 2008. 
2011, uh, a few months after my son passed away. And it is a gift to the world. It is never to be bought or sold, and it can be distributed to anybody that wants it for free. And uh, as I said, it's on our website. And on one area, I mean, there's also a short video of that called Musical Rapture on our YouTube videos. And you can just pull my name up on YouTube and go to our videos and listen to that music so you can have an idea. I think it's about nine or ten minutes of the music. And then you can go to our website and download the full amount. And at one point a year or so ago, I had gone in and checked on the various websites that have posted this music, some of them, not even just a, this was just a portion of the websites uh, that had uh, posted the music for people to download. And over 29 million people have already downloaded <laughs> this music. And so it is truly an incredible gift. And I'll just share with you the... Um, We've heard wonderful, wonderful stories about this music, but one of the most fun, I thought, was this woman wrote to me, and someone had just given her the music because her husband was in the process of making his transition. And he had gone through a really powerful near-death experience a couple years before when he was in the process of making his transition, and he came back and was told his work wasn't quite complete. But now he was really in the process of making his transition. And someone gave him, heard this music and explained to her what it was. And she said, she wrote me, and she had never heard of me or my son or anything. And she said, to say I was skeptical is an understatement, <laughs> you know. She said, but I just took the music to my uh, husband's hospice where he was, and just he was asleep. He'd been having a terrible time sleeping. And the... Uh, she said, I just gave the CD to the nurse and said, would you just put this on when my husband wakes up and just let this music play for him? And she didn't explain anything about it or, or say what it was. And she said a couple of hours later, she said the hospital called her, or the hospice called her, and the nurse said, you know, I put that music on when your husband woke up. And she said after hearing just a little bit of it, she said he sat straight up in bed and said that music that music, that's the music I heard when I was in heaven two years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. So I thought that was really fun, and that was a, a total confirmation of everything that we know this music is. So it's really a special gift that um, you're all welcome to. Let me make this, and it says this on our website, that people always want to know if they can put it on their videos and behind their meditations and things like that. And the instructions from the heavenly realms is that it is really to be used for healing and not for those kinds of things because they don't want the divine intention of the music changed by other people's words saying that it's bringing forth abundance or you know different kinds of things it is really a gift of healing to help transmute disease and the negative maladies that are taking place in humanity's physical bodies so that we can all move forward in this ascension process into our fifth dimensional crystalline solar light bodies, which are vibrant health and eternally youthful and infinite perfection. So please use this for your healing processes. And you can certainly play it all the time and play it in your homes, but don't put on the Internet or record over or do meditations over the frequencies of the music. 
Well, I'm going to share it with my friend who does hospice work. I would think that would be a beautiful thing to bring in. That was, oh, yeah. that was just another wonderful thing I'll share with you very quickly, is that Frederick sent the music, who is a musician that recorded it, sent one of the CDs to St. Jude's Hospital, Children's Hospital, and they sent him a, a regular form letter thanking him for the gift, you know, and he was saying, you know, just play this for the children. He said about two weeks later, the hospital, uh, St. Jude's wrote to him and requested 30 more copies of the CD because they said it had made such a difference in calming the children after their chemotherapy that they wanted to have this available in all of their hospitals. I'm just, I feel speechless after what you've told us. What is your son's name again? His name is Zhao. It's J-O-A-O, Cota Robles, and Zhao is John in Portuguese. (laughs) Yes, yes, my uh, my husband's uh, Portuguese. Oh, and his he? cousin, yes, and his cousin has that name. Yes. It's a common name wow. in Portugal, not so common in the United States. That's beautiful. Wow. So there's so many different ways that music could, could be used. Um, I would think bringing it into the nursing homes would be great, too. Oh, absolutely. It's It really is just... Uh, a gift that's shifting, you know, and each of us, just even if we're not dealing with any kind of a physical illness, just playing the music while we are meditating or while we're centering ourselves or even doing the dishes or working in our life is wafting out through the atmosphere of Earth, shifting these negative energies that are being pushed to the surface to be transmuted. And it's another tool to really help bring healing and calm into the environment of Earth. Now, I noticed that you have CDs Spanish, so um, I haven't um, looked at this specifically. Is this just the Spanish language for on the CDs? Yes, they are. It's the same as the English version, but I have a wonderful friend, uh, Jesus Maldonado, who translated them. It's, so it's a man's voice and not my voice. I don't, I don't speak Spanish, unfortunately, uh, but... Uh, has translated it into Spanish. So there's several of our CDs that are available in Spanish. And in addition to all of the things we have free, we have DVDs and CDs and uh, that can also be MP3s. We have books and we have e-books that are available through our products section that you can go in and just look at. We also have some really wonderful celestial art. And one of the wonderful pieces of art is... Uh, a picture of the violet flame, the highest fifth dimensional frequencies that we've been able to draw into the physical plane. This was given in a vision and worked with by St. Germain, who is the keeper of the violet flame, to a very dear friend named Dominique Germain, who is French and lives in France. And St. Germain gave her this visualization. She worked with a graphic artist to bring it into manifestation, and it is encoded with the higher fifth dimensional frequencies of the violet flame. And I don't ever teach anything or uh, suggest anything to people that I haven't proven to myself beyond a shadow of a doubt to be true. And I've learned many, many things, uh, but if I can't make them work in my own life or don't experience them, I don't teach them. And that doesn't mean they're not true. That just means that they're not maybe my path or, or truth for me. And one of the things that was mentioned about this 
violet flame is that it just pulsates with this energy that will transmute negativity as it is created wherever we're hanging it or wherever we put it. And so I got a copy of the violet flame and I framed it and hung it in my home and I admired it and saw it, but I didn't pay so much attention to it until I was just walking through the living room and felt this boom, 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 boom of energy blasting through the living room. And I looked, and with my inner vision, I just saw the pulsations coming through this poster of the violet flame and know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is an incredibly... Uh, easy and powerful way to be drawing this energy into our lives. And that poster is available. Uh, Dominique has given us permission to distribute it, and it is available also on our website. Wow. Thanks so much. Well, I was just thinking, um, with the music you were talking about, your healing music, have you had any artist uh, report back to you that uh, they've created art while listening to the music? Not specifically with the music, no. I know that there are people that have used it for all kinds of wonderful uh, healings and they've used it when they are uh, in their own meditations and in their own private service, surface trying to manifest things in their lives and have had wonderful results, feeling like it cleanses and heals and transmutes the blocks and resistance of what has prevented them from manifesting what they're striving for in the in the first place but not specifically art associated with the music there may be i just am not aware of it because people have all over the world have it now and people can do that kind of thing with it certainly oh what's the what is the one of the uh stories that come back to you what you 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 told us about the um man that was passing away but is there any other stories of people that something really phenomenal happened while listening to the music? Well, there's certainly the same of what happened with St. Jude, with the children, how the, how they've had calming effects. People have given a story specifically of, of healings and shifts that have taken place, things that have just opened up in their lives that it felt like, as I mentioned a minute ago, it cleared the way and paved the way for new manifestations of whether it was, uh, you know, things that they were trying to create or changes they were trying to make in themselves that have happened. And many people are feeling and have communicated that, you know, we are all going through a physical transformation at an atomic cellular level. This ascension, moving into the new heaven and the new earth, which is part of what we've all known but someday come that we are now in the midst of, we are transforming at a cellular level from carbon-based planetary beings into crystalline-based solar light beings. The Earth is becoming a sun and humanity is evolving into higher frequency solar light beings. And you know how you transform a lump of coal into a crystalline diamond <laughs> is through millions of years of incredible pressure you know, on that carbon-based energy. And there is a derivative and a variety of that transformation that's going on at a cellular level within us. And people are going through all different kinds of what they're calling uh, ascension symptoms when their bodies are 
are going through difficult things because our I am presence, our God presence, is literally increasing the frequency and vibration of our physical, etheric, mental, and emotional bodies the maximum that we can withstand in any in every 24-hour period. Now, our God self is not going to kill us in this process, but we are being moved to the brink of discomfort that we can withstand. And so that's why people are going through a lot of stressful things. And many, many people have said playing this energy is greatly releasing and calming their ascension symptoms. So if they were having headaches or joint problems or even heart palpitations or things that they were feeling like being brought to the brink of this higher frequency, it's kind of like trying to move through a lightning bolt as we're <laughs> as we're going through this process, that they've experienced all kinds of really uncomfortable things. And they'll gradually subside. But they said that whenever they start that or if you're or feel that if they put on this music it just brings this shift in their bodies and they feel this like an atomic accelerator they feel this higher frequency in a much more gentle and loving way so it sounds like it's really soothing to the nerves (laughs) absolutely it's beautiful music just listening to it i don't think anybody would say they don't like it or you know i mean it's maybe they don't Maybe they're into different kinds of music, but the music is a beautiful piece of music. Yeah. Gonna have to pop that yeah, one up. Yeah, me too. Sure. It's, <laughs> called, it's called Musical Rapture, <laughs> and you can download it on an MP3, and uh, it's 62 minutes, so you can it, you can just play it and experience the full amount of it. You can put it on. Like we're going. I feel like I'm being squeezed through a tiny little hole. <laughs> right. And you can make, you know, you can make CDs of it. You can distribute it to your friends for free and people. Aww. You know, you can give it to everybody, which lots and lots of people are doing. Oh, that's a wonderful suggestion. I mean, because there's so many people that are in such pain right now, and that would be just awesome. Right. And they don't even have to understand it all. You know, they just... Even just explaining, you know, because for some people it really sounds far out to think of how this could have been received, but for just to say that this is some healing music that contains healing frequencies that maybe will make you feel more comfortable or or soothing to you, and they'll experience it themselves. Mm. Wow. Well, after this after this interview, you know where I'm going. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say it's so great. Great your website. <laughs> Are, is there anything particular that you're doing now that you're just all involved with and um, getting ready to to um, bring out for everyone? Well, yes, we've just had the 28th annual World Congress on Illumination, and we were guided by the Company of Heaven to begin this annual activity of light on Harmonic Convergence in August of 1987. And we just had, within the Teton Mountains in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, uh, in the force field of the Temple of Precipitation, the Portal of Precipitation, the 28th Annual World Congress on Illumination. And what this event is, is that 
Every year, the beings of light evaluate all of the light that's added to the world by every person, place, condition, and thing on the planet. And they evaluate how that light can be utilized for the greatest move forward in the advancement of humanity and the awakening of humanity and the healing of the earth. And then we're given a mission, and then we send out that clearing call, and people from all over the world respond. This year we had a sold-out crowd of uh, people from 40 states and 21 countries that gathered at Jackson Lake Lodge in the Tetons in Wyoming. And we were asked to meet there to draw through this portal of precipitation. And precipitation is the energy from the light of God that transforms unformed primal light into physical manifestation. And there were miracles that took place this year because of incredible shifts of light that have taken place through the solar and lunar eclipses in spring, the grand cross alignment, and many other activities of light. And I'm in the process now of writing the article describing all of that. So I will be mailing that out as our monthly newsletter, as our free newsletter. You can go to the website, eraofpeace.org, and just sign up to receive the newsletter. We also post it in the new article, so it will be posted on the website. Now, the next step of this influx of incredible light that involves every person on the planet, there are people that go to the event, but there are hundreds of thousands of people all over the world that join with us in consciousness bringing in this light during that time, during the World Congress. And also we work with the entire company of heaven and the God self of every man, woman, and child, no matter how oblivious the person may be on a conscious level, that these things are happening. And today, I believe, is the 23rd of October, and this is the solar eclipse. And we had a powerful solar eclipse on the 8th of October, when our divine feminine, our mother God, blazed these frequencies of divine love into the physical plane. Today, our father God is blazing powerful frequencies of the divine masculine, the blue flame of divine masculine. And this new higher frequency of the violet flame is now going to be expanding through all life. And this is going to be building in momentum. And the article is explaining how each of us can work with this and assist this light. The violet flame is associated with the seventh solar aspect of deity. And this is an energy that will be the predominant force field of light for the next 2,000-year cycle that we are in, in the age of Aquarius. The Piscean age was the sixth solar aspect of deity, eternal peace, mercy, compassion, different frequencies of transformation and bringing the Christ into manifestation. And this energy is moving humanity into Christ consciousness, the second coming of the Christ. So there'll be a lot of work, and we'll be doing a lot of discussion, a lot of sharing about this, about how we can participate. But I really encourage you to go and read this article. As I'm writing it, I'm just awestruck but by the events that actually took place that have changed the history of the world through the unification of the heavenly realms and light work by the God selves of every person belonging to or serving the earth at this time.
It is really a monumental moment on this planet. You know, this is what pretty a incredible. I was going to say, what I, it's, a perfect time to have you on our show. <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, you actually go out on the 23rd, um, even though we're pre-taping this right now. I, I, uh, You know what? It's just so humbling. And I think over the last two or three weeks, I have felt this incredible uh, love within my heart. It's just huge, huge. And I... You know what is you're like combining with the whole um, atmosphere, the whole universe, and it's such a humbling feeling within. That I mean, this this must be hitting like you say. It's merging with everybody. When you read this article, what you just said is exactly what has happened. And every single person, I mean, what you said just confirmed what is happening. There was an event that took place that removed within every man, woman, and child the block that was put in us by the forces of imbalance back during the fall of Lemuria eons ago that was deliberately intended to prevent us from remembering our Mother God and blocking us from opening our heart center to the full magnitude of God's love. And that has been removed. And in that event during September, when we were in the Tetons, in this magnificent portal of precipitation, we received literally all humanity. When I say me, uh, we, I mean humanity and all life on earth, including the elemental kingdom, received a baptism by sacred fire of the Holy Spirit, our Mother God, to allow us to now receive the love of God unimpeded by any negativity from our past karmic liabilities. It's an act of divine grace that the being of light said is beyond the comprehension of our finite minds. Well, what came out of my mouth was a a, a weeping of a sound that I weeped that that I just, I never heard myself cry in such a manner. It was just like so, (laughs) I was so thankful. It was so beautiful. This is something we have been striving for for literally millions of years. Yeah, yeah. And are we so lucky that we chose to be here now? Yes, we are blessed beyond our knowing to be able to be part of this on a tangible, practical level in the physical plane. The beings of light have said the greatest privilege and honor of any son or daughter of God in any level of evolution throughout the cosmos is physical embodiment on planet Earth during this cosmic moment. Well, we've had a cosmic moment with you all this hour, so thank you so much for being with us. Well, you're very welcome. It is such a joy to be able to share with you, and I am so grateful for all of the light that you are adding to the world. This is such a unified effort of every person, and no person's part of the plan is any more important than anybody else's. So we are truly one in this magnificent holy endeavor. Yes. yes Blessings on your journeys. Well, and thank Patricia. you so much. Thank oh you. God. Thank Bye-bye. you. You're God welcome. Bless. God bless you. Thank you.